and personal with all your favorite celebrities on the hottest weekend party show in the city the abby night show <laughs> what's going on everybody and we're back ladies and gentlemen with the one the only cujo goody what's going on you know i'm just cooling man downstairs in my little manhole you know what i'm saying going through some tracks you know what i mean just trying to stay busy you know just trying to stay motivated and inspired you know what i'm saying we see that artwork you got behind you. You know, just a yeah. couple little things. Yeah, just a few little things. Got a little <laughs> plaque back there. You know what I mean? A little plaque. You know, got a uh, rap pages. Uh, when we was doing the rap pages back in the day, you know, I got that thing back there. You know, some memorabilia. You know what I'm saying? To keep it, keep the thing going. You know what I mean? Keep the inspiration up. The inspiration up. That's what it is. <laughs> For those of you listening in, if you're not familiar with Goody Mob, then shame on you. That's all I got to say. Um, <laughs> nah, they, they got to get with the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those things where you just got to, like, a lot of people like to talk about it. You got to be about it, too. That's, That's the bottom line. <laughs> so I know that you're born and raised in Atlanta. And I I know people that are from ATL are really into repping the city. Everyone's super, super proud of it. So what's special about Atlanta for you? Man, the special thing about Atlanta for me, man, is is that, man, it's a beautiful place, man. You know, it's a beautiful place to be, especially in different parts of Atlanta, like, like Southwest Atlanta. Like, that's where I went to high school at. And it's just so beautiful, man. It's trees all over the place, man. They got beautiful neighborhoods, like going down Benjamin E. Mays and and Cascade and all back in the Southwest area, man. You know, it's a real beautiful place, man. And um, it's some beautiful people here, man. You know what I mean? It's it's all people from different walks of life, man, that's, you know what I'm saying, got adjusted to living here in Atlanta, man. And, um, you know, they're native Atlantans too, man. So... The good thing I like about Atlanta too, man, is the food. You know what I mean? That you part. can always find something good to eat, man. I mean, whether it's soul food or whether it's seafood or whether it's uh, Thai food or whether it's, you know what I mean, whatever. You know, you're going to find a spot somewhere in Atlanta to get, man. And um, and I just like the uh, the music the music down here, man, the entertainment, man. You know, you're going to always find a spot where somebody's playing a live band, you know what I mean? Or you might get some spoken words somewhere. You might get some underground hip hop. Or you might get some DJs just getting together. You know what I'm saying? Just hearing some new music, man. So, you know, Atlanta's blossomed a lot, man, since uh, since 95, since we came out, man. You know what I mean? So, big up to Atlanta, man. For the since 95, I've been here about 10 years. And for me, is it's been crazy the amount of change that the city's gone through in such a short period of time so i can only imagine what it's got to be like for you (laughs) especially i'm like listen someone that gets to come full circle 
in your hometown. Like I'm from out of the country, right? So I don't get that full circle moment like that because I don't live in the country where I'm from. But when you get to experience success and come back full circle and feel that love, I mean, I know that you're also the only guest that's appeared consistently on every single Outkast album, including Big Boy's solo project. I mean, the success you had with Goody Mob, as a solo artist, to then be working, we all know that here in Atlanta, people also love them some outcasts. So, you know, what yes. what does that feel like for you? You know, I'm sure you have to have some days where you look back at your journey and you're like, it's, it's got to feel so amazing to be able to bring that back home and be an inspiration to other people here. You know what? You just said it that last part, man, just to be an inspiration, man. That's when you when you come around full circle, that's where you at with it now. It's all about inspiring the next generation to push the envelope of what you're doing. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. we're working on 26 year anniversary of, of Soul Food, so that just lets you know that you know we've been around for for a minute. You know what I mean? So the thing now is, um, like I said, it's inspiring other people and being and motivating other people. Just like like you said, man, just for. Outcast to even want me on on every song on, on on every album that they put out. I don't even think they were trying to do that. They was just like, but you know, that's my big brother. You know, Kujo. You know, come on, let's do this thing like we used to do it old school because that's how we used to do it. Like, well, the first song we came out with, like, uh, uh get up, get out, and get something. And uh, call it a while. You know, we was just in the in the right spot at the right time. You know, at the dungeon, Outcast at the dungeon. Hey, organized noise that have done this, go ahead and do a song and, and keep on doing it because, like, come on, LL Cool J just got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And Jay-Z just got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So just to look at their journeys, man, I mean, come on, LL from being on, on, on what's that, was that Beat Breaking or Beat Street? Mm-hmm. Uh, Crush Groove, he was on Crush Groove talking about <laughs> his radio. And now, you know what I'm saying, he got Rock the Bell radio and just playing, you know, old school music, you know what I'm saying? Playing new music from the old school hip hoppers, man. It's, it's great, man. So I think that's the next, um, that's my next target, man. Just getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the things that you have to do to get into it. You know what I mean? That I'm, I'm up for the for the challenge, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's quite, quite a journey and it's also <laughs> quite a statement. Right. Like Dave right. Chappelle said, though, when he presented <laughs> Jay-Z's award, he said, right. y'all can induct him, but y'all can't have him. The culture okay. still gets to keep him. So, you know, it's it's crazy. Hip hop is just different. It's a different movement. The culture is different. Unity, yeah. the support, the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's right. it's a tough space to break into as an artist, period. And when you guys came in back in the day 1995 like today's kids will never understand what it was like to have to be out on the street trying to sell cds trying to wait outside of record label doors for executives just to get somebody to hear one song like hey man let me let me just get a minute of your time people don't know about that they go to instagram they hit upload send done like youtube kids today will never understand the importance of that so when you guys came out your first mm-hmm. album, Soul Food, was certified gold, 
which was a really tough thing to get back in the day. Like I'm saying, today's generation will never understand. But I remember waiting at Sam Goody. I remember having to go and having my cassette tape. I remember all that stuff. And so you can appreciate it so much. What's up, everyone? It's your girl, Abby Knight, checking in here. Are you tired of feeling gassy and bloated? No problem. I got the perfect solution for you. Check it out. Bioptimizers is a company that's been optimizing internal gut health for years now. They use the highest quality of enzymes and probiotics in the market, and they're clinically proven to get the job done. They're made in the USA, GMP certified, and manufacturing COA. Don't believe me? Try it out for yourself. They even offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. That's right, 365-day money-back guarantee. I started using these two years ago, and I never looked back. Believe me, they get the job done. So make sure you guys go check them out, www.bioptimizers.com, and use code ABBY10 for discount at checkout. That's www.bioptimizers.com. Use code ABBY, A-B-B-I-E-1-0, for discount at checkout. Trust me, you'll thank me later. Yeah. At 12 o'clock midnight, you know what I'm saying, for the new drop to drop. So, yeah, you know, when we came out, it, it wasn't an internet. Right. So, everything was uh, tangible things. Like you said, cassettes, CDs, flyers, you know what I mean, uh, posters. I mean, you had to go from, we had to go from state to state, you know what I mean, trying to serve soul food to people that was probably, you know, familiar with the word soul food and, you know, the ingredients of soul food, but here we got, you know what I'm saying, four brothers from Atlanta, Georgia, you know what I'm saying, um, relating themselves to soul food, you know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. put the meat on the plate, it was the vegetables on the plate, Timo would be the bread, and, and CeeLo would be whatever you having to drink that day, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. just putting a concept together like that so people can, so we can open up people a little bit further on who we were because you had to get past the accent first. You know what I mean? You had to get past that first. But if, you know, we had the visuals like we did in the idea, you know, it made it, it made it easy for the face to, uh, to market us. Right. Well, you know, I will say too, I've heard about y'all over the years, you know, mm-hmm. and I hear that you guys are a really fun group. I mean, yeah. look, is everybody got to look sexy or serious or whatever it is they want to market you as. But then right. you've got who you really are when the cameras are off. And I hear y'all are super silly. You like to crack uh, jokes. A uh, couple of you guys might be into pranks a little bit. So I'm uh, trying to see like, what's like one of the funniest moments that you remember that you guys have experienced together or like what you felt was like the funniest moment. Cause I know y'all have to have like a whole book worth a collection of moments man oh man i'm gonna tell you the two funny i mean like timo he he might be one of the funniest guys like i mean just he's a prankster (laughs) man you know he'll call your phone like when we used to be we used to go to the hotels out in california Mm -hmm. and it used to be a lot of um indian indian people were running the, the hotels right so he had done lockdown the accent and everything man so He'll call my phone and be like, room service, room service. He'll be talking just like one of them, man. I'm like, man, just just cracking up, man. It's just, oh, man, that's that's why we call ourselves a good involved one of the reasons, man, because yeah. we always laughing at something, man. It's always 
somebody just being so real that it's just funny, man. You know what I mean? Like CeeLo is just, man, he's he's a funny guy too, man. Gilp too, man, he's a funny guy too, man. You ask Gilp, man, hey, say the deodorant. He'll say the rotary. I say, <laughs> say it again, huh? He said the rotary. It's like, man, you can't say D and older, he's like, nah, I can't say this. The old, the world of it. I was like, man, stop, man. It's just, oh, man, just plenty of times, man. Oh, man, just just being around them guys, man, and just knowing that we all kind of grew up together. And then we still on this journey, man, 26 years later. You know what I'm saying? It's it's endless amount of fun times that we had, man. But you got to, you definitely got to have fun in what you're doing. Or else it's just be a job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think at this point, too, you're more of a family than a group or friends. You know, that dynamic grows and it changes so much over time. And you know what they say about that type of energy is good for the soul. I can't. I'm like, how people walk around just being serious? Listen, I mean, look, I'll be honest. My jokes are trash. I got nothing. But every now and then I feel like I got a decent punchline. No one laughs but me. But I'm like, it's cool. I appreciated my own joke. Right, it's purpose. And you gotta, you gotta shake it off sometimes. You know what I mean? And uh, we don't definitely had to, uh, definitely had to have a good time too. Like, like World Party. What about uh, the third album that we dropped? It wasn't a so serious album, like, like Soul Food and, and Still Standing. You know what I mean? And and when we let our hair down, a lot of people kind of didn't wasn't ready for us to. To sit back and you know what I'm saying, cool out and chill out. But that was one of our um, one of our most cool records, if you ask me, because we was able to tour Japan on that record. You know what I mean? Go to Germany, go to all type of different countries, and just have a good time. You know what I mean? And um, you got to you got to let your hair down sometime, man. And I think that was that was one of the albums we let our hair down. Being able to celebrate life, especially nowadays, is everything. I'm like, look, it's the little things. Um, So your childhood, what's Mm. one favorite memory that you have? Because I feel like your childhood contributes directly pretty much to your success later on in life because it dictates a lot of, you know, how you flourish as a person, as an artist, where you pull your inspiration from. So what's been a, a favorite memory from you? Favorite memory for me, man, has got to be, man, when me and my brother uh, used to go swimming all the time. And we used to go to this place called Gun Club, which was around the corner from my grandma's house. And, man, that was all we loved to do, man, was just ride our bikes to the to the swimming pool and just be, stay in the water all day until we turned into prunes. Just looked like prunes and everything. You know what I mean? So, you know what I'm saying? Just, just those times, man. Uh, just really, I can remember being in my grandmama's house. She had a big old pecan tree in the backyard. And when the pecans was ripe, you know, they are all over fall to the ground. And I can just remember, man, me and my brother just cracking the pecans with our teeth. You know what I mean? You might get that little bitter piece. They get that bitter one in your mouth, just be like. Uh, get the sour <laughs> face. <laughs> Man, I remember just, I remember playing high and go seek, man. You know what I mean? That was, that used to be fun, man. I mean, flipping on the, flipping out the trash cans onto the mattress. You know what I mean? Just, just ghetto games we used to play back in the days. Like, being any kids. Yeah, being kids, man. Going outside and, and playing was, 
was our thing because, you know, we had video games, but it wasn't like they were today. You know what I mean? It was the one where you grabbed the cartridge, put it on top of the Nintendo. man. You know what I mean? So I remember that. That's kind of my, um, some of my favorite uh, childhood memories. That's beautiful. It's kind of cool when you get to think back about it, kind of puts you back in that moment, you know? It's good memories. <laughs> Great vibes, man. Great vibes. Always. Or you hope so, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you're a man of many talents. I mean, mm. you're an artist, you write, you get into production, mm. and then you also put out a book straight out oh. the A. I want to yeah. hear about this. Is this are you going back down memory lane in this book for the people that aren't familiar with it? Y'all need to go get it. It's available everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. let them know what can they expect. Straight out the yeah. A, it says a lot. But out the A, man, um, I think that was maybe 2000, um, maybe eight or something like that. Maybe, maybe four, something like that, man. But uh, it was a little bit about how I came up, you know what I'm saying, before, you know what I'm saying, before Goody Mob. I could say, yeah, it was about before Goody Mob and the present state of being in Goody Mob at the time, you know what I mean? So just give you a little background on, you know, me growing up, man, me and my brother, my mom, and the advantages of um, growing up with a mom and the advantages of growing up without a father. You know, just just really just touched on some things that, you know, transpired in my life, you know what I mean, that I had to learn from. And um, I did learn from, so I'm, I'm happy and thankful for that, man. So it's just a, um, it's a good read. I think it's maybe about 100 pages, over 100 pages, something like that. But it's just a, a minimum of, you know what I'm saying, of who I was, uh, who I am. So it's just a start. It's just a start. Great way to get to know you a little more personally. And the good thing about a book is Indeed. it's got no expiration. It's good today. Exactly. It's good 20 years from now. So whether it was 2008, 2018, 2038, yeah. it's still yeah. going to be the same quality book. So everybody, make sure you go get it straight out the straight A. Out the a. <laughs> My first book, man, that's... That's that brings back memories too, man. Straight out the A because, you know, being from Atlanta at that time, you know what I mean. We really didn't have a, a, a musical voice. You know what I mean. We had Miami bass. You know what I mean. And we had stuff coming from Texas and stuff coming out of out of Tennessee. But you know what I'm saying. We didn't really have a a, a, a really a music base down here. So that's definitely was a. a I wouldn't say a struggle, but a, a, a beautiful struggle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Trying to make something happen in Atlanta. Doesn't it make you appreciate success that much more, knowing what it took to get there? Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes. It's, a, it's just like, you know, the things in life that's free, you know what I mean? It, it doesn't really, uh, you let it kind of slip between your hands, but stuff you really work for, you really cher cherish those things, man. And I, I really cherish of helping putting Atlanta music on the, on the map. That's a big that's a big statement, knowing that yeah. you guys were able to contribute to that because the nineties were a staple decade. I feel like there's a lot of transitions happening from music, how it sounded, what was cool, what was popular, the right. internet. The right. internet's Napster came and just right. changed the game. I was like, wait a minute, what is this Napster thing? I have to say yeah. too, I was cracking up when I saw your IG bio. 
I don't think I've uh, ever seen in anybody's bio the no thought sign. I was like, uh, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> what was, okay, I know there's got to be a reason behind that. What was it like for you when you first started experiencing that level of dedication from your fans? <laughs> That's a different a level of love, okay? <laughs> It's a great way to put that. Um, yeah, it was getting kind of. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm cool, Joe. Good, I'm, I'm a goody mob. You know what I mean? So it ain't like I'm. Um, I sold, you know, what I'm saying, thirty million albums. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't like my deal is over flooded like that. But the stuff that, that that did get through, man. You know what I mean? Some of it was spam, and some of it, some of it wasn't spam. You know what I mean? So I just. Had to put a disclosure in my bio, but you know some people don't read bios or read periods. So <laughs> I don't think they, they really don't count. You know what I mean? But I just had to let, let let the people know that I, you know what I'm saying that I was, I have been married going on twenty. We celebrated our twenty third uh, year anniversary this month. That's you know amazing! So, you know, Congratulations! That's something to be proud of. People make it to three years and they're like, "Oh, we doing something." <laughs> <laughs> Part of it is I, I had got a, a cameo request from a dude. His name is Dwight, and his wife's name is Jacqueline. And she was like, could you please do a shout-out for me and my husband? We're celebrating our one-year anniversary. I was like, whoa, that's that's deep, man. You know what I'm saying? Stay strong. Stay strong. <laughs> <laughs> one year, you looking back like, y'all got a long ways yeah. to go. Yeah, you got a long way to go. But it's, it's, it's a great thing, man. My wife been there by my side, man, you know, when it's time for me to do my thing, you know what I mean? She she let me be who I am. So that's kind of how I'm able to really, you know, do things and just be flexible because, you know, she's been down there with me from day one and understand everything about it. It's just all about the individual just getting that time, making the time um, right for your family, you know what I mean? Trying to balance that thing off. Cause that's what it's all about because when we first started out, it was just us, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't no, wasn't no family. It was just those renegades, you know what I mean? But, yeah. you know what I'm saying, life happens. And when life happens, you adjust to the, to the best of your ability. And that's a beautiful thing when you have someone you can share that with. Because I'm yeah. going to tell you, being single out these days, it's not yeah. the I'm t- I admire people that have stories like that. I'm like, it gives me hope. Because at this oh, point, yeah. I was like, I'm going to just be single for the rest of my life. <laughs> Have you heard stories about what it's like dating these days? I'm like, yeah, yeah. man, I am so happy for people that found love during the normal days. Right now, you might not even know somebody might be eyeing you. Nah, I'm good. Have you seen what eyeing somebody or flirting with somebody these days is like? I'm old school. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the story yeah. is getting crazy. Yeah. 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 So, I know from your everyday life to your rhymes, you're very vocal about one thing in particular, and that's your belief system. What does uh, your spirituality mean to you? Because people never like talk about this. You know, usually it's one thing where it's kind of like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll accept an award. I thank God. I thank so and so. But you're really, really big on expressing your feelings on your beliefs, God. Right. You know what? Right. What does it mean to you in your day-to-day life? Well, it's with me, it's about it's about knowing my history. 
-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Knowing who I am and knowing who my people are. So that's that's the first thing. Once you once you know who you are, just like CeeLo said a long time ago, once you know who you are, you know who you are not, then you know who everybody else is. So with with my culture, with my background, I know who I am and I know who everybody else is. So that gives me that gives me the the knowledge of everybody is still a, a person and you treat people the way you want to be treated, just like just like the Ten Commandments, you know what I mean? It's 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 righteous that I don't steal from you. You know what I mean? That's that's showing love right there. You know what I mean? It's 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 righteous that I honor my father and my mama. You know what I mean? It's nothing religious about that. You know what I mean? And 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 like I said, it's like with those things right there. Once I honor that from another person, that's me showing love. And then if that person can see that I'm showing love by not doing those things, then he can look at other people kind of like, well, this person is is different. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. with that, man, with, with knowing who I am and knowing my history, man, that gives me a lot of confidence. Not to the point where, um, you know what I'm saying, overconfident, but it's like almost like a fearless type of thing because mm -hmm. I know, I know my history. I know who I am, and you know right. what I'm saying. Um, and I got that from the Most High. The Most High taught me because I was taught something else in school. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? I wasn't taught what I know now in school. So I give all that credit to the Most High just for showing mercy and seeing that I was worthy to know what the truth is. You know what I mean? So once you know the truth, you know you know everything else. So that's what gives me my strength. Amen. I couldn't have said that any better. But that it's listen, when you have whatever people believe in, right, whatever they right. choose to believe in. I grew up Catholic, but I believe my Christians are my my. Well, I, I believe that my choice of faith is more Christian, but I think spirituality is really where it's at. Right. Because a lot of people right. like to practice one day a week and give gratitude right. one day a week. Then I think it's right, a, right. a daily relationship that you have based on what's comfortable for you. So when you have right. your faith established to where you're comfortable with who you are, your journey in life, right. you have a great relationship with your family and your best right. friend that you get to share life with, right. how can right. you not be fearless? Uh, yes, man. Because how even you when you're losing, you're winning. That's right. Even when you lose and you breathe, right. you feel what I'm saying? Even the losses. A loss is not a, a death sentence, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. A loss is a learning situation, you know what I mean? A, a winning one is too, it just feels a little bit better. But when you're winning and you're losing, that means you're competing, you know what I mean? And, and you're you're learning from it, you know what I mean? So, you know, it, it takes it takes experience, you know what I'm saying, to, to gather those, to, to realize those things, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It takes mature, maturity, so... I'm just thankful that I was able to, to mature and to, I, to who I am today and just really just, just being able to be humble and just give thanks to what thanks is due. But also when it's time to do my craft, to be just fearless. Right. You know what I mean? Be fearless with it. Bold. What advice would you give the new generation of aspiring rappers and artists that are trying to dive into this new age hip hop? Man, I would tell them to, number one, research on how you get paid right now because it's way different than how we got paid back in the 90s, okay. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So definitely educate yourself on uh, how you get paid in the, in the 21st century off of music. 
And, you know, if you can, man, when it comes to doing contracts, you know, get you somebody to look over it for you. You know what I mean? Get you a lawyer to look over your contracts for you. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. most of these contracts are standard. You know what I mean? You got some contracts that they want to do a 360 with you. That means they want to get a piece of everything you do. Because back in the days, you, you, you didn't give people your merchandise money that mm-hmm. you when you sell your merch at your shows. But now, with a 360 situation, you know, you have to give a piece of that, which might not be bad if a new artist is trying to get in and do their thing, but it's always good to start out independent because they're gonna try to they're gonna come and try to find you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, I would say definitely that man, get a lawyer and don't sell your publishing. Your publishing mm-hmm. is like your retirement funds, you know that what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't ever sell your publishing until you're ready to retire. That's There's what There's not many artists me. that still own their publishing. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, so yeah, they, crazy. They, you know, yeah, they gave they give a lot of money out to these these new artists to get their publishing. But like you say, we don't know what situation they in at the moment, and sometimes they maybe need that thing right there and now, and it's just different situations. That's why you come into the game with a, a better situation. You know what I mean? You got music already out. You're independent. You're doing your own thing. That's more incentive for a record label to to want to do business with you, you know what I mean? Right, absolutely. So everybody that's listening, if you're looking to be an artist, he just dropped some gems right. for you guys because that is education, education, education. So important when you're getting in the business. Everyone's so that's- focused on the creative, they forget about the business part. I got to ask you though, because I, I, I did have a question I wanted to, to kind of get to that I, I was just curious to see what your response would be. But CeeLo, mm. the cats, mm-hmm. Is, has that always C-Lo been the, a thing? I know when he C-Lo was on The Voice, he used to always have this pet cat on The Voice. <laughs> <laughs> has that been like an always thing where you guys had like pets on the road with you? Or is this yeah, just something say, new he's been doing? CeeLo is a genius when it comes to things like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's something that works and he actually likes it. You know what I mean? Like right now, he doesn't have a cat, but he has a little small dog about like about like that big. Oh, so cute. You know what I mean? He's just, and he just loves him to death, man. I'm talking about he put him on clothes, and it's a boy dog, man. He's cool as hell, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think deep down inside, man, he does he does love pets, man. I think if he could have had a parakeet on his show, he would have had a parakeet He would have done that, too. <laughs> I can totally sympathize with the clothes. My dog even has like a little Louis jacket. And some off-white wow. shirts, like yeah. off-white obviously doesn't make, and Louis they don't make dog clothes, but you know the dog companies make yeah. the look-alike items, and they charge you a ridiculous yeah. amount of money for them. Um, but before we dive into your new single, I'm curious, looking back on your career, what's been mm. the most meaningful moment? I feel like everybody always wants to to boast about the things that you see in the headlines, you know, the big things that everybody sees. But what's meant the most to you on your journey so far? Man, like I said, the, the people that we run into that say, man, you know, I was seven years old when y'all music came out. And like now I'm this age right now and I'm still listening to y'all music. Or you might run into somebody and say, man, my mom and my daddy turned me on to y'all music. And that just, it just blows me away. You know what I mean? I could be out just doing daddy stuff and just really forgetting 
I'm just I'm just forgetting that I'm Cujo Goody, mm-hmm. but I'm out, you know, just being a regular Willie. And somebody run up into me, man. It's like, man, they just be breathtaking. They be like, man, y'all music, y'all music saved my life. That's, you know what I mean? You know, that is that hits different. I mean, that hits different. That man, you know, I love your rhyming skills. Or man, oh man, you hard on the mic. But when somebody say this particular song changed their life, or I was in college and I felt like I was ready to quit. Start listening to soul food. Start listening to y'all music. Oh man, that that helped me out. Or this brother that was in my house today from South Carolina. He said, uh, once he came out here for the freak nick, he never left <laughs> from the freak nick in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just like I said, man, just coming back and seeing people like that and just giving them testimonies, man. That is that's the dash part right there that that really keeps you. Doing, want to keep doing what you're doing and inspire folks. Powerful moments people. on the days that maybe you don't feel like getting out of bed to go do it again. It gives you all right. the energy you need to do it again and then weeks after yeah. that <laughs> keeps you going. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love hearing stuff like that because being an artist is so much more than just what you put down in the studio. It's about the That's connection right. you make with people and with your fans. Um, so speaking right. of fans, you have a new single out called Still In Me. What's the inspiration yes. behind this record? I know you got a lot to say. You got some cool <laughs> innuendos in there talking about ketchup and mustard and all this stuff. Uh, I'm like, hold uh, on, hold on. We got to talk about this. What inspired this record? Because you're saying man, a lot and it's deep. Man, the thing about when you look at the cover of this, this record, it has an abandoned apartment complex. That actually is where me, my mom, and my brother used to stay. And in that in that house, I used to always like, man, me and my brother used to be like, man, you know, when we get enough money, you know, we're gonna buy our mama a house and buy our mama a car, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we thought that football was gonna be the, the deal for us, you know what I mean? But when you look at that, that single cover, that's exactly where I come from. You know what I'm saying? I come from I come from a humble beginning, you know what I mean? And the values that was instilled in me from my mama and the stuff that I learned growing up in that neighborhood is still in me. You know what I mean? It's still, it got me to where I am today. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean by, by still in me. Just like, just like the elements of hip hop, you got DJing, you got graffiti, you got dancing and you got MCing. you know what I mean? So all that stuff is still in me too, to this day. And you get people that do, you know, the top 50 Atlanta rappers or top 100 Atlanta rappers, and I I don't see my name in there, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. apparently I need to go a little bit harder, you know what I mean? So that's what this still in me is about because notice in, in the verses I, I, I say my name because I, I did that maybe one time, saying my name, and that might have been on the first the first song that I dropped with, with Outkast on um, uh, Call of the Wild. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then for some reason, I just stopped saying my name. You know what I mean? So I just wanted the people to remember, you know what I'm saying, who Cujo Goody is. And the only way to remember, man, is just to come as hard as I possibly can and over some of one of the some of the toughest ATL beats, man, that that I can that I can find. You know what I mean? And just put some visuals to it. So it's definitely a video to it. I'm um, showcasing my old neighborhood, you know, in Northwest Atlanta where I grew up in. 
And um, yeah, still in me, man. That's that that neighborhood vibe is still in me, man. You saying a lot. I mean, cut from <laughs> a different cloth that still that don't even exist. I yeah, mean, no, on, when you I mean, a lot of times people listen, right? We listen to music. Everybody vibes out, you know. It's, sometimes people don't really pay attention. Even women. One of my guy friends was like, "Yo, what are women thinking? Y'all be in the club talking about you don't want men to call you this and that, but then the record comes on, and you guys are Dang going, yeah, hey, you going hard, right? So you listen to something, and I know you know exactly what I'm talking about, <laughs> but um, it's just it's it's a weird kind of reverse psychology thing I feel like because it's like a double standard. Um, but what you're saying really is very deep." Because it's not, it's so much more than meets the eye. It's about understanding that your roots are what made you. And that's what helped you grow into the success that you had and who you are today. And so anybody that goes and gets the single, which is available on all streaming platforms, you gotta listen to the lyrical content. He's saying a lot. And for the youngins, it might teach you something. I think they got the lyrics on the video also. And like I say, man, uh, you know, I'm not doing nothing incredible or spectacular because, you know, a cut from a different cloth is a, is a, a slogan a lot of people use. They've used that, you know what I mean? So it's just about how you say it, you know what I mean, and, and, and what context you say it in because I'm not doing anything new. I'm just, you know what I'm saying, just uh, just revisiting some, some old slang and just putting it back together and just trying to make it fun again, you know what I mean? Do you think it's the context? in how people are saying it or do you think it's the meaning it has to you personally because those are two very different things yeah i think it's i think it's the context you know what i mean because just like i said i don't think anybody said cut from a different cloth that they don't make no more you know what i mean i've heard i've heard the saying cut from a different cloth but cut from a cloth that they don't make no more that's very rare Mm -hmm. that's rare just like just like MCs coming, just like hip hop came coming out of the 90s. That is a rare generation right there. Just like the generation that came before the 90s generation. You know what I mean? So I'm from that 90s generation. And it's a different type of vibe, man. That's when hip hop started changing up. You know what I mean? With the dress, with the flow, with the everything started changing up with the 90s. You know what I mean? So. I'm just cut from that cloth, you know what I mean? I, don't, I, I stay in my lane. I don't veer off too far in, in the other lanes, you know what I mean? I just try to stay consistent, man, and just do what I can do while I can. Are you dropping a new album sometime soon? Are you sticking to the yeah. single? Yes, yeah, so I'm dropping the, uh, my EP January 21st. It's going to be called okay. K- Right around the corner. K-Files. It's called a K-Files. So some things that I've been, been waiting to release, that's been in my files. So I just decided to call it the K-File Volume 1 because I do have more. How does it feel for you coming out into the business as a solo artist compared to having that group dynamic? It's different, right? Because it's got to be great, very very fulfilling, very rewarding, validating. But also, I'm sure you kind of miss that brotherhood, especially being on the road and doing shows. Of course. Yeah, Yeah, man. I mean... You said it validated definitely, man. You know, when you when you solo, you just feel like you feel strong. You know what I mean? You feel like a, a juggernaut that you can do it on your own. But mm-hmm. then you still be like, I still be missing that camaraderie. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I see you and I be doing a song 
And I'm like, damn, man, I sure wish I could, you know what I'm saying? I wish, man, Gibbons sound good right here. Or, you know, Timo might bust this out of C-Law sound good. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you definitely miss that that company and that camaraderie, you know what I mean? But that's a that's an extra extension to bring in more value back to the group if I do do the solo thing, you know what I mean? Because people would, they were like, oh, okay, wow. All right, I hear I hear Cujo. Now I'm ready to hear Cujo with the group now. You know what I mean? Now they got the nostalgia of wanting to hear more. You know what I mean? So it definitely brings back, it brings that value, that more value to the group. You know what I mean? I, I feel when you do a solo. I'm solo. so excited. I'm so excited mm-hmm. to see what your new record does. I mean, singles, we all know, dropping it right at the end of the year, right when people are getting ready to party, they're reminiscing. We're post-pandemic. Life is different, like different, different. (laughs) But with the holidays right around the corner, are you excited? Do you celebrate? Do you do Uh, Christmas? I don't celebrate celebrate Christmas. Um, Like I say, once you you know better, you know, you just do things a little bit different. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But... But like I said, I've learned to not get into the way of people that do celebrate those holidays because if that's their thing, you know, that's their thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not getting upset with them and not getting upset with me for what I do. So, I mean, it should, it's, it's not an issue. But I do get excited around by this time because a lot of uh, a lot of big time artists, they be dropping in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They drop singles and stuff in the fourth quarter. Like Big Boy about to get ready to drop an album with uh with Sleepy Brown called The Big Sleepover this Friday. So I'm just excited because I just dropped a new single. Um, I just well, I just dropped a new new single that came out on the 26th, which is called Boy Stop. You know what I mean? So I'm right, I'm right up there with my peers, and that that makes me feel good. You know what I mean? Because I'm still doing it, and, and they're still doing it. You know what I mean? And I have more, and I have more coming next year. You know what I mean? So just just that feeling of being prepared makes me feel uh, it's exciting to me. What what excites what, you most about twenty twenty two? Man, uh, like I said, Goody Mob has a tour. We, we're going on tour next year. We're gonna call it before my people tour. So definitely got that looking forward to. You know what I mean? And the album will be dropping. My album will be dropping also in January. And we have a Goody Mob has a single with uh, Quick. DJ Quick from California, so we're thinking about dropping that too around about that time and shooting videos because I I love shooting videos, man. Cause <laughs> especially when you be outside, man, and you just really get the natural light, man, and you get all the trees, and you just get, man, just just real lifetime life stuff. Yeah, and just get life, man. So that's what I'm I'm, I'm excited about. That sounds like you got like a crazy, crazy busy year. Crazy busy year. <laughs> oh, it's going down, man. Yes, yes. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Everybody out there, make sure you go stream all the music. Look out for that new album, January 21st. It's going to be so lit. It's going to be a year full of blessings, success, many more great stories to come. (laughs) Y'all check me out on my IG page, man. I'm on, you can get me at at K H U J O G O O D I E. That's Kujo Goody. You click the link in the bio, man, it's going to open up to so many goodies, man. You can access my merchandise page. You'll be able to access my YouTube page and check out all my videos. And you can uh, listen to my new singles, man. So check me out. You guys already know.
Make sure you go follow, run up the streams, buy all the merch, get ready for the tour. It's going down 2022. Thank you again so much for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back, you guys. Make sure you don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Abby Knight Show. Watch the Abby Knight Show on demand. Go to www.youtube.com slash Abby Nights to catch all the latest shows, hilarious outtakes, celebrity interviews, and jaw-dropping confessions.